You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Um, so I have a story for you. Slightly uh, embarrassing oh work oh, story. So <laughs> I love embarrassing work stories. I feel like it tends to happen more frequently than I would like. But mm-hmm. so okay. the other morning, I made a green smoothie. Mm-hmm. I've kind of talked about I'm moving from, I was doing eggs and toast for forever. Mm-hmm. That was just my routine. And now I've been doing a green smoothie, trying to do the Fab Four by mm-hmm. Kelly Levesque, her whole um method i guess which also shout out to silver fern for mm-hmm. making the smoothies so good so so good. much better than the smoothies i used to make that was like literally just like frozen spinach and strawberries and oh like, yeah the protein makes it so much better it's so much better mm-hmm. um so yeah i've been making them the night before keeping them in the fridge and then i'll put it in my bag mm-hmm. to go to work so i well, I drank it all on the drive over to work and I put the cup down on the floor and I thought it was going to stay straight up. Mm-hmm. Didn't. There was a little bit left in the bottom. No. So it was just like, you Ugh. know, the Nickelodeon slime. Mm-hmm. It just slimed all over the bottom oh. of my <laughs> front seat. But So it was on your seat. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so I didn't have like paper towels in my car. I didn't have like anything really to use but I did have a disposable bag that Dan and I both hate so I was like okay perfect I'll use this perfect opportunity so I tried to like you know scrub it up a little bit and then I just gave up and went into work anyways but I was kind of getting situated I was putting all my stuff at my desk like getting my lunch ready to put in the fridge as you do in the morning (laughs) and the guy who sits the cube next to me I could just tell he was like staring at me and I was like oh god it's never what you want (laughs) it's never a good thing like what's on my face and he was just like I think you have like a little makeup on your forehead (laughs) and I was like weird because I don't you know I don't wear like a ton of makeup (laughs) so I like do like a finger test and I feel something and I'm like oh what is that and I look at my finger and it's bright green (laughs) so I had this like and then I went into the bathroom of course but I had this like stripe of green smoothie <laughs> across like my forehead like a yeah, warrior's exactly mark. <laughs> but just like nonchalantly going about my morning as if you know everything's fine and I was like oh it's the green smoothie I made this morning and he's like <laughs> then this I think is like such a great a prime example of like how the corporate world is so different from mm-hmm. this wellness world he's like green smoothie like what are you talking about he didn't about, know basically? what a green smoothie no, was no oh, so like not gosh. only is it smeared across my forehead but he's also <laughs> like what is that even so, and why did he think it was makeup I don't know it's green like what <laughs> What makeup do you own that is that color of green? Oh, man. Because so, I also uh. had the Life Detox. So it was like bright green. Bright green. green. <laughs> I was like, this is just bad. But I found it like all over my like dress. Like it was Ugh. everywhere because I must have work. gotten it somewhere yeah. while I was trying to. Oh, like, right. <laughs> and you just like wiped the yeah. sweat and off And I was like, brow. it was delicious, but I don't know if it was worth that. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> struggle oh, is real the struggle is real. i know i like got um i got a sweet green salad today and oh, got vinaigrette on my shirt on the so way like oil based uh, on my shirt so you know you just like have to give up at a certain yeah point. yeah i was eating my lunch and my coworker was like uh you got something on your shirt and i was like oh, come on <laughs> you're like thank you for pointing thank that out thank you <laughs> thanks kayla <laughs> um so today on the podcast, I'm super excited about this one. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm always excited. Our guest today, Lauren Berkowitz, is the most inspiring, the mm-hmm. sweetest, like the most so glowing nice. angel. Oh, she's like, did you see her skin? I was kind of staring at it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. So Lauren B is the founder and 
CEO of Lauren B. Beauty. So it's her namesake beauty company. Um, And she sent us um, some awesome nail polish from her line. Um, And we have been loving it. So um, we'll get into it in the episode, but it's all non-toxic, vegan-friendly nail polish. Um, And it's amazing. And her story is so inspiring. So she was in the corporate world for a while as well, and then uh, went into the beauty industry and then decided to go off on her own and create her own company. Um, So she's just awesome. Mm -hmm. She is. And I feel like she just has it all together. She's Mm -hmm. so polished. Um, And the nail polish is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of talk about it, but I feel like nails is one thing that is just kind of left behind Mm -hmm. whenever you're starting to go on this like non-toxic product switch. Um, It's something for me that I still will go get manicures or I'll just Mm -hmm. use, you know, like the drugstore nail polish. So I'm so grateful to now have an alternative. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's just so this episode's so good. You guys are going to love it. And the stars align. So she actually lives in L.A. um, but is from New England and she just so happened to be here this weekend. So um, we just loved having her in the studio. It just makes it that much more um, personal and intimate for us to be with somebody in person so we're forever grateful that she took time out of her busy uh vacation to sit and talk with us but yes we hope you enjoyed the episode let us know if you have any questions comments concerns you know thoughts everything everything rate and review Mm -hmm. follow us on instagram you can find us there so many stories so many posts so we try and be funny over there (laughs) um (laughs) and yeah and I'm just like so excited to see what Lauren does next mm-hmm. with this company. I feel like it's going to expand from nail polish, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so excited to keep following along. So you guys are going to love it. And yeah, let us know what you think. Today's episode is brought to you by Silver Fern. One of our favorite brands, we had Charity Light and their chief nutritionist on a few weeks ago, um, and we're so excited that they're sponsoring us. I have been using the protein powder for a while now and have been loving it. It's completely plant-based and also have has probiotics in it, which is so nice. It's kind of unheard of. Yeah, very efficient. I, As I've said before, I love efficiencies. Um, so I've been using that and the Tino, which is their fiber powder. Um, And that has made a world of difference. So adding that flavorless powder to my drinks, smoothies, even water um, is a game changer and also very efficient. So love getting that in. So efficient. Um, And I also recently just got the protein powder. I'd heard you talk about it so much and Charity loved it. So it is just as good as you guys said. I'm kind of transitioning into trying to do a morning smoothie. So I'd been stuck in a breakfast rut for a really long time. um, And this just makes them delicious. Mm -hmm. It is so good. It's so creamy Mm -hmm. and it truly tastes like chocolate. It's so good. It's like a treat for breakfast. Um, And I personally have struggled with a lot of gut health issues. So I absolutely love Silver Fern's probiotic. Um, And I think what makes it so different is that you don't need to refrigerate it, Mm -hmm. which Charity kind of enlightened us that... um, you know, with some other brands, how would you expect a probiotic that needs to be refrigerated to get where it needs to go in your stomach, which mm-hmm. is obviously above a Not refrigerator temperature? <laughs> um, so we love it. They were so gracious to give us a discount code for you guys as well, which is Detox15. D-E-T-O-X-15, which will get you 15% off of whatever you order. Um and word on the street is that there might be a new flavor of protein mm, yes. coming soon. So exciting. So you can find Silver Fern at www.silverfernbrand.com. So that's S-I-L-V-E-R-F-E-R-N-B-R-A-N-D.com. So please go check them out. I've been using the coupon code for myself. Yeah. So go check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, and we're so excited for you to try it. Thanks, Silver Fern. Yeah. Thank you, Silver Fern.
Well, thank you so much again yeah. for coming on. I'm We're so, so excited. This is like an honor. Thank You're a big you. deal, Lauren. You guys are so sweet. Yeah. You're making me blush. Thank <laughs> you. I'm thrilled to be You've here. You've been on TV. Like, you're basically honor. a celebrity. No, not at all. <laughs> I got to do a really fun, um, being on TV was Project Runway. We did a fun so nail art cool. challenge with oh Project Runway All-Stars. So that was really cool. I love doing, like, yeah. different things, and I'm so grateful for my career path to be able to bring me here to be mm-hmm. able to do and meet different people and do different types of fun things so yes it's exciting every day is different yeah so for those of you listening we have lauren from lauren b beauty and pronounce your last name for me berkovitz berkovitz yes. so lauren mm-hmm. berkovitz is with us from la she's out here for the weekend it just so happened that she was able to be in the studio with us which is awesome we love when that happens thank mm-hmm. you universe mm-hmm. I, know. I know stars aligned right seriously um so let's take it back a little bit so let's start from the beginning where did you like what did you do in college what did you major in then how did you get to where you are now oh how much time do you have it's a long (laughs) a long journey um so no taking it back to college so I studied I thought I wanted to be a lawyer for a minute so I ended up I went to Suffolk University here in Boston and um I was I was getting ready to take the LSATs and I was like you know what I don't really like I don't love reading a lot I had some advice I was speaking to a lot of mentors and they're like if you don't like reading and you don't want to be um hunkered down in a library and like mm-hmm. studying all the time maybe you should rethink that I was mm-hmm. like what am I gonna do okay I'll try to become a doctor I don't know where yeah. my, wow. I don't know like where <laughs> I, it was huge, something that, yeah. yeah it was a huge undertaking but it was kind of just something in my mind like I thought well I should be a doctor or a lawyer that was like mm-hmm. options that I grew up with kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. um turns out neither of those <laughs> panned out I ended up when I went to Miami I was doing a past post-baccalaureate pre-medical program at the University of Miami so I got to the opportunity to really be in that immersed in that world and I found out although it was very interesting and I loved it um, I wanted other things before I was 30 and would be able to be actually practicing medicine mm-hmm. so I had this quarter-life crisis it's like what do I do I moved out to Los Angeles and I ended up um, working in the beauty industry so I was working for a botanical hair care company uh-huh. I learned so cool. it was fun yeah. it was really an interesting company um, the company's been around for many many years and I was able to learn through that company everything I started literally in the ground at the ground up um, working in the warehouse answering phones dealing with customer service and I had a lot of experience or learned a lot of experience through just being so immersed into the business mm-hmm. and I thought there's this um, it was an older like heritage brand and I was mm-hmm. younger at the time very energetic and I thought there's a lot of opportunity a lot of cool things I wanted to do I definitely proved myself had to fight hard earn my stripes mm-hmm. but we got to, through that process I was able to meet a lot of different people in the beauty industry from buyers to chemists to celebrities like all different types of people mm-hmm. and really um, just made my connections with people and so it was through that journey of working in the hair care industry and kind of raising up through the ranks there that I found out there's this whole beauty industry that exists and it's really cool and interesting and there's a lot that you could do with it so I started thinking about you know what was my passion and what did I love to do and it brought me back to childhood where I remembered I loved nails and Mm -hmm. nail polish and Mm -hmm. colors Mm -hmm. so a fun quick story is when I was little um, everyone else would set up lemonade stands and I would Mm -hmm. set up a manicure stand I found an iron (laughs) (laughs) it was really not the best business idea I didn't get many customers but I found an old ironing board in the garage and I made a poster manicures I think five dollars I set it up in the driveway and my grandmother was probably my only customer but she well so it's okay <laughs> um so yeah so I always loved nail polish from there I would like run ride my bike to CVS and look at mm-hmm. the different like press-ons and uh, um French manicures and all these cool kits that they had at the time and then so then flash forward back into my career in the beauty industry my biggest pet peeve was when my nail polish wouldn't look perfectly polished mm-hmm. no pun intended mm-hmm. um so I would find myself going through these processes like gel manicures, which I would go and get a gel manicure, and it would just leave my nails so trashed underneath, dry, damaged. And the process was so lengthy. I'm like going to sit here under UV lights, Mm -hmm. soaking chemicals, make another appointment to go back. Mm -hmm. It's like there's something wrong with this process. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was never going to do gels again. But then I looked to traditional nail polish and what was available on the market, and I started testing out brands, and I really couldn't find anything that fit my long checklist of what was missing in the nail polish space. Mm-hmm. So I set out to create it. Wow. And it sounds easy, but that was yeah. like an idea for yeah. about seven years. And it took me 
all of that time to just gather resources, figure That's a out. Long time. That is it a was long a time. long time. Uh, I self-funded, so everything was very organic from the mm-hmm. start. So mm. um, a lot, yeah, a lot has happened since then. And we've now launched. So this was five. We launched five years ago. Mm-hmm. We started with about ten nail polish colors. We have now over a hundred colors and several different treatment items. So we now have a complete range of healthier nail polish. Mm-hmm. Our points of difference are that we're seven free, vegan friendly, cruelty free, everything's made in the USA. Um, so we can get into all that, but yeah, mm-hmm. healthier nail polish. Wow, what yeah. a cool so story. Cool. Yeah, fun. lots from, of Yeah, from like wanting to go to law school to creating this <laughs> crazy beauty product. Yeah. It's so awesome though, it's so yeah. cool. And it's, it's amazing. I know Beck and I have both tried it mm-hmm. and I was just telling you I you know, I, I've tried other natural nail polish removers mm-hmm. before, but it took like, honestly, probably half an hour to mm-hmm. scrub my nail polish off. But I had um, a mini Lux manicure and I was like, this needs to go. So I did it this morning and it took like five minutes. Awesome. And my nails are so moisturized and healthy it's so good yeah i like to make products that are multitasking so Mm -hmm. you're removing polish but we're also replenishing moisture at the same time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i feel like we're all busy and that was one of my important things like i'm going to create a line that's going to fit into the busy woman's normal lifestyle um so multitasking Mm -hmm. items items you can travel with take on the go keep on your desk and your purse Mm -hmm. it's perfect um one thing i'm curious about that i think beck and i are going through right now is having a side hustle while you're still working in a corporate job. So Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, was there ever a period in these seven years of creating Lauren B. Beauty Mm -hmm. that you had this overlap between your corporate job and then your passion project? Absolutely. And that was something that I struggled with for a long time. So um, for the past 10 years, I had my corporate job. I just left a year ago to focus solely on Lauren B. So this change is relatively new for me, right? So the first four years I was doing Lauren B as my side hustle Mm -hmm. and running the other brand. Um, And yeah, so it was definitely hard, I think, going back to being in the midst of it all, balancing everything, and then then let alone personal life, husbands, mm-hmm. two dogs, and you know, dealing and balancing and keeping all of those balls in the air was something that I always struggled with. Um, but even I think the larger thing was making that decision to actually make the leap and leave my comfort zone and mm-hmm. leave my career, which I. Um, you know, I was very passionate about. I did. I loved the brand that I worked for. I'd spent 10 years working and building a company. So to leave that and then to just focus on Lauren B, which was still a startup, I was like, I don't know. I had a lot of questions floating around in my head. But a year later, it was the best decision I ever made. It wasn't definitely not the easiest decision and not the easiest process. There's been lots of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people there's with any new business, there's high highs and super low lows, mm-hmm. and you always bounce back, and you have to just keep fighting through. Um, but it was the best decision I made, and I really needed. I had my support system around me that pushed me and kicked me to mm-hmm. really just have that confidence to be able to do what I needed to do for Lauren B to be able to gra- mm-hmm. grow my brand. So that's so cool. Yeah. And what is your role? So founder, CEO. Mm-hmm. Do you have employees? What does that we look do. like? Yeah. So we're still. Um, I still consider us a startup, even though it's mm-hmm. been five years. We have about five employees. So um, myself, I'm the founder and CEO, and my husband actually works with me as well. Oh, that's awesome. So he's our so COO, cool. and he <laughs> joined. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, we both stay in our lanes, and we both. Uh, you know, we don't see each other all the time. Everyone's like, you must get sick of each other. You mm-hmm. must be together. But we kind of do our separate things. Mm-hmm. So it works for us. He's amazing at running the organization and the logistics and um, like our warehouse and shipping mm-hmm. and all of that and international headaches he deals with. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's amazing at that. And we complement each other very well. And then we have some other amazing um, employees that support us from everything from social media, marketing, international, mm-hmm. um, spa sales. We have lots of different divisions that um, fall under that umbrella. So it's great to have great support around mm-hmm. you too. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. What was the hiring? Like, what was it like to hire your first employee? Or I guess maybe in your corporate job you had hired I ha- I definitely had hired people, but it's HR still is one of the worst things that yeah. I do not like to deal yeah. with. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm an, I think I'm a nice person. I don't like to, I don't enjoy that like um, disciplinary role. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely hard with HR and with hiring. Um, 
you know, I don't, I, there's no science in my mind to finding the right person. For me, it was all about in building my brand, like who do I want to represent the brand? Who do I want mm-hmm. that shares the same values? So that's always something that I look for. And I've definitely made mistakes in hiring. My first hire, though, was my sister-in-law, now sister-in-law. <laughs> so that made it a little bit easier. She yeah. doesn't actually work for me now. She's moved on and works in the beauty industry elsewhere. But um, so it's, it was great. Like it was, we were very scrappy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. My brother has also worked for us helping us ship boxes and there's been times when we've been slammed with orders like knock on wood that's been a good problem yeah. but mm-hmm. everyone I know I'm like can you come and help us help. like yeah. please come help I'll get you like beer and pizza yeah and just come and help you us. Food. Yes, exactly. yeah. so um yeah we're I guess not so traditional like we don't have an HR department mm-hmm. we just um we pool to our group of friends and who we think would be a good fit and kind of go from there that's awesome. I yeah. love that you said that you were scrappy in the beginning. Yeah. That's, that's such a good word. That's to a perfect like word. Like a startup and just mm. you do what you have to do to make it work. Totally. And I feel like that's really um, how companies succeed is, you know, just doing every little thing and mm-hmm. making sacrifice and all of that. Um, but let's get into your products. So yes. I'm super interested. I don't actually know a ton about nail polish. Okay. I've been getting gel manicures for years. And like you said, they totally just screw up my nails. Mm-hmm. Like they look great when they first are mm-hmm. on. And then it's like two weeks later, it's like tripping. And then my nails are crap. Yeah. Um, so tell us about your product. Um, what are the ingredients? Like, how does that all work? What sure. is seven free? Yeah. Like, what does that all mean? Absolutely. And it's so funny for your story about gel. It, like, everyone I talk to has the same type of experience. Mm. So that's why yeah. like, there has to be a better way to make this easier for women. Um, so we are a gel-like system. We have a three-part system where you use our base coat, our any one of our colors, and our gel-like top coat. We do make other top coats, but that's the most popular system we make. Um, so it's meant to be an easier, more gentle process. Our base coat is faintly tinted. It's called Nail Perfector. And I say mm. think like foundation mm-hmm. makeup for your nails. Mm. Smooths any ridges or imperfections. That's so smart. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like a BB cream. It's yeah. very yeah. like perfecting. And if you think of it, when you go to paint a wall, for example, you wouldn't just go paint it. You normally prime it first. Right. Same mm-hmm. concept for your nail. It mm-hmm. helps the polish last longer, protects your nail from any staining um, damage, smooths everything out. So um, a good starting point, our Nail Perfector base coat any one of our colors and then our gel like top coat's a little thicker so it's meant to emulate the salon cured gel of course you don't need to cure under lights Mm -hmm. and then when you want to remove it any remover even Mm -hmm. your favorite that you used this morning would work really well um, and then, yeah, and you're good to go. So you're lo- you'll get long-lasting polish for seven to ten days. A mm-hmm. um, little longer d- depending on nail consistency and oily nails versus dry nails. Mm-hmm. There's a whole slew of other factors. Um, but what makes us different is that we are considered seven-free. So this can be kind of confusing yeah, in the nail. Yeah, what the heck does this <laughs> so, mean? Because there's like five-free, seven-free. Exactly. Like 20 free. I'm yes. like, is that real? <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves is at some point it becomes a marketing term. Mm-hmm. I think, so we're seven free. So I think after seven free yeah. it becomes marketing. What what this free terminology means is we're free of the harmful chemicals. So some brands still do use harmful chemicals, things like formaldehyde. Um, common drugstore brands still use that. It's mm-hmm. not regulated. Um, these types of ingredients, if you think about formaldehyde, we mm-hmm. use that to preserve like mm-hmm. dead bodies. Yeah. It's um, in Ooh. on... <laughs> right? <laughs> and they put it in nail polish as a hardener. So that's what makes nail polishes last long. Interesting. Um, so that's one of the m- most harmful offenders. But so the seven bad chemicals, formaldehyde, DBP, toluene, camphor, formaldehyde, resin, xylene, and TPHP. Okay. So it, that's a mouthful. They're all nasty offenders. Um, they can lead to things like birth defects, cancer, hormone disruptors. Um, oh. So lots of bad ingredients. And actually... I feel that nails are a forgotten area. Mm-hmm. We're all like concerned with like skincare and hair totally. care. But if you think of it, your nails t- touch your skin directly. And whatever we're putting on our nails has the ability to get into your bloodstream through your cuticle. It's like I never thought about that mm-hmm. before. I know. It's Ever. a forgotten area. Yeah. And hands too. I feel like we need to protect our hands. Mm-hmm. From Sunscreen the sun too. Exactly. Yeah. And other environmental aggressors, we definitely need to protect hands and pay attention to nails. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So seven free. So seven free of the harmful chemicals. Mm-hmm. Some brands are three free five free, seven free. And when, like I said, at some point it becomes a marketing term. So um, we'll say seven free and vegan friendly. We don't count the vegan as another free terminology. Gotcha. When they go up past seven, these brands are saying like, well, we're free of, I'm going to make a very big exaggeration, but we're free of like unicorn sweat. Well, we also <laughs> don't use unicorn right. sweat, but we're not listing that as another free 
um, thing, if okay, you will. That so that's sense. the marketing point. Yeah. Or like they'll say we're free of animal byproducts. So are we because we're vegan, vegan, but we're not listing mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. um, so it's you know a healthier formulation. It's about studying these ingredients, knowing why they're in there, replacing them with healthier alternatives that will still make your polish formula stable and perform well mm-hmm. a lot of i hear a lot that natural brands are sometimes like watercolors they don't last mm-hmm. they chip mm-hmm. off easily so that's where you know our system comes in following our system using the three parts all of we have a protocol as well um just little tips on how to extend the life of your manicure all that goes into getting the longest wear mm-hmm. yeah. i think for me so i in the past couple years um i'm trying to remember phoebe lapine's book title I can't remember. Darn it. That's going to bother me. (laughs) Anyways, I read this book that basically was changing one habit every Mm -hmm. month. So at the end of a year, you look back and you can see all the progress that you made. Um, One of those was your toxic products. Mm -hmm. So I downloaded the Think Dirty app. And to your point, Mm -hmm. I've made all of these changes with skincare, hair care, body care. But nails is really, I think, like the last missing link for Mm -hmm. me. Hopefully we check that off. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I love now that I have this safe option where also to your point, I've tried a couple other brands and they chip really easily. Mm-hmm. Is there something, so I know we had briefly talked about like water mm-hmm. being a main ingredient. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so there's um, the formulas that tend to not last as long could be water-based formulas. There's mm-hmm. so many other brands out there. It's hard to say, you know, what why something wouldn't last. I think a main one of the main reasons our system has been very successful is really the system and using the base coat. So our base coat is formulated with a matte type of finish so mm-hmm. that the polish will adhere to it better mm-hmm. and then you're putting the gel on top and that gel is a little bit thicker to really lock it all in. So that is a big part of our formula our like system being longer lasting. Um, we also really promote the waterless manicure mm-hmm. and I think that's what we were yeah. talking about. So you know when you normally go to a manicure they have you soak in a bowl of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really bad for your nails to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. So it's like a relaxing thing. It's water. You wouldn't think of that. So think about your nail like a sponge with lots of layers. As the sponge expands or gets filled with water, it expands. Mm -hmm. Your nail is the same way. So as you're soaking in water, your nail's expanding. All the platelets are swelling up, essentially. Uh So then we're not giving it enough time before we apply the polish in most cases, they're putting polish on right away. So your nail then is drying out and pulling ingredients oh, and wow. potentially toxic ingredients mm-hmm. from wherever it can, including the nail polish that you're putting on top of it. Mm-hmm. So that's also one of the way, um, the most common um, culprits for chipping nails and cracking nails because we're pulling oh, moisture from wherever possible. That's crazy. It's so, like roads that get cracks exactly, every winter. Exactly. Oh. Kind of like filling the potholes yeah. and the swelling. Same type it's of thing. It's all clicking. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> like little things like that. And then also, you know, soaking in water can be um, – and then going into clipping cuticles can mm-hmm. be bacteria. There's a lot of bacteria mm-hmm. infections that can be caused that way. So we say no. Uh, we use the waterless manicure, and then we also don't like clipping cuticles unless it's something is like very badly hanging. Mm-hmm. I prefer to moisturize. Mm-hmm. You can push back with like a gentle orange stick or some wrapped in cotton, something mm-hmm. very gentle, so we are not causing more trauma mm-hmm. to the nail and cuticle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, and as far as nail polish remover goes, I know acetone is not good, obviously. It really mm-hmm. dries things out. So what do you use in your remover that's still removing the Yeah, nail so we have a couple different removers. Our first remover we, we um, launched was our nail polish remover pads. Those are the strawberry soaked pads. Um, there's 30 pads in a little puck-like container. And we use the strawberry oil, with, which acts as a natural exfoliant. So one pad should do all 10 fingers. You just gently apply it, kind of rub it back and forth for five seconds or so, and it'll pull off all the color. So the oil is moisturizing as well as a very great remover. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that formula is a wonderful formula for on wow. the go. How did you figure that out? I know. I work with some, <laughs> I cannot take all the credit. Yeah. I work with some amazing chemists that I've cool. met through my career. Mm-hmm. And I'll come to them with like a crazy idea. Like I want to do X, Y, Z. And I really love this ingredient because I studied it and I learned it that it does whatever. Mm-hmm. What can we do? And sometimes they're like, no, Lauren, that's crazy. Like, Either no. yeah, like that's not going to work. That's too expensive. You can only get that from here. And sometimes I'll say, just do it. Like I'm not, I think that's a huge difference between me as a brand founder and like a huge conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Um, corporate brand is I don't if something costs too much I'm still going to of course there's like there has to be a balance mm-hmm. but I'm still going to pursue using an ingredient if it's very costly whereas mm-hmm. 
like if another um, company had to report to a board of people mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. would say, no, you're not using that because you can use this ingredient. It's cheaper. It's mm-hmm. a derivative. Like whatever. There's a right. lot of different options. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of I make everything form I formulate everything for me and for my own use. And mm-hmm. I get so excited that it's a product. Um, I know I'm going to launch a product when I'm excited to share it with my family mm-hmm. and friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't put my name on anything that I don't fully believe mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and that's huge too. Like your name is on everything. Totally. Yeah. So it has to be. Exactly. On point. And sometimes we work on like um, formulating a new product and it goes into development for years. And sometimes we don't launch it because I'm not happy with it. Or sometimes it's just taking longer to perfect it. So mm-hmm. there's been a lot of ideas and there still are a lot of ideas that haven't mm-hmm. yet come to fruition. But hopefully you'll see, be seeing more from us soon. Yeah. We're definitely, so I love exciting. working on treatment products and mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. expand on that. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I'd love to know what your favorite color is. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a hard question. That's like asking my favorite child. Or something. <laughs> um, my core color. So right now I'm testing something. I so love that. Yeah, I love the red. Thank yeah. you. This is just I'm testing a new formula that's going to be even longer wearing. So um, red is always a test color because it shows every chip and oh, crack and so damage. So smart. Yeah. yeah. But I normally so I normally wouldn't wear this. My favorite is like a very light pink in my mm-hmm. uh, range. It's called Love. Name because I love it. Yeah, yes. it's a soft like ballet slipper pink. Um, in the winter, I go with like a deep red wine color. Mm-hmm. The chateau is in my range, what we call it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I do try. Normally, my nails are like five different colors, and <laughs> sometimes yes. like one's polished, one's not. So yeah, um, I'm always swatching different things to try mm-hmm. new colors. The colors are definitely the fun part. We do launch two new collections a year, so a spring, summer, and a mm-hmm. fall winter collection. Mm-hmm coming up with the colors and the names are their best parts. Yeah, so how fun. do you come up with the names? We sit in a conference room. We bring, like, everyone in. Um, and I think everyone our, on our team is definitely plays an active role in naming. We typically will talk about the story, the vision behind the collection, and then each color has, like, a story behind mm-hmm. it as well. So we'll come up with a list of names that are fitting for that That's vision. Cool. And then we kind of eliminate process process of elimination mm-hmm. we show other outside people in our demographic like what do, what resonates with you yeah, best like look at this color yeah. what word do you think yeah. of? Like, <laughs> all of my friends will get random text messages with like color splotches and a list of names <laughs> like what do you like best and yeah so that's when we get down to the wire that's awesome yeah, i love cool. that process it's, it's so cool definitely fun um so what the, like what do you have like a five-year plan for the business how does that all work because i feel like I mean, owning my own business just is so overwhelming to me. Um, But, like, how do you predict for the future, all of that? Such a good question. Um, So... I don't have like a firm five-year plan. I know, you know, the short term is we want to do lots of exciting things. We want to launch lots of new products. Mm-hmm. Um, we really want to put the pedal to the metal, as they say. But I'm also the type of person that's like, I wish this was done. Yes, this should have been mm-hmm. done yesterday. Yeah. We should have been at this point like two years ago. So I think things, our startup phase has been definitely a lot of challenges. Um, I feel like we're in a really good place right now. And mm-hmm. we're just going to keep focusing and like fighting through the competition and putting one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. in five years. You know, I hope that we will have uh, um, expanded our collections into mm-hmm. maybe more than just nail and mm-hmm. um, hand care. So that's kind of the bigger picture. Um, and, yeah, just expanding our team, getting our brand out there, really spreading the uh, message about healthier nail care and mm-hmm. why it's important, why you need to choose healthier polishes, pay attention to ingredients. Um, so I think just, yeah, spreading the message and getting out there and expanding. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So kind of speaking a little bit about challenges, I'd love to hear some of your biggest successes in the past Mm -hmm. years of starting your business and then your biggest challenges too. Okay. I think the challenges like are, it's so funny, what seemed like like the biggest challenge in the moment, sometimes you get past it and you look back and you're like, okay, that made me tougher. It wasn't that bad. Like that wasn't worth the tears that Mm -hmm. I shed. (laughs) So um, I think... We've had so many great successes, things like amazing support from the press, which has definitely um, gotten us to the next level. Um, Amazing opportunities like we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of that has been uh, an integral part of our journey. And I think challenges are just juggling um, juggling the startup world. And, of course, being self-funded, there's a lot of – you're always like begging from what's that phrase begging from Peter to pay Paul and just like keeping you know keeping vendors at bay and 
when I put my name again on something and I'm promising something to a vendor, I get mm-hmm. very like emotional about, okay, I need to do this by this date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, manufacturing in general creates its own set of challenges. Yeah, I'm sure. So I guess share a quick story with you about my latest meltdown, mm-hmm. I'll say. Please do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so before... Uh, before coming on this trip, I'm launching a new, our new, I think I sent you as a reparative cuticle oil, mm-hmm. the little yes. tubes. This love. Is, I know, it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. products, and it's quickly becoming our top selling product. Mm-hmm. So we had to fill um, 50,000 more units, which is a wow. lot for us. That's a ton. That's a huge order. <laughs> right. Is that from your TV? Order. It yeah. was not for the oh. TV <laughs> engagement, but um, well, maybe some maybe yeah, some residual yeah. sales from that. It's for a couple, two large, two of our largest clients mm-hmm. um, that are going to be featuring them in their sub, uh, sample subscription boxes. Mm. So, so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. Super yeah. time sensitive, though, of course, yes. these orders. So when I, that's what I meant, like when I say I'm going to deliver something, I get very, like, I'm very focused on that. And mm-hmm. I said I'm going to do it. Of course, there's like purchase orders and we Mm -hmm. legally are contracted to deliver by Mm -hmm. certain dates. Okay, so the tube production, um, there was a fire in the plant that (gasps) the tubes were made. So we lost all the tubes. (gasps) We're delayed a week. Okay, and then they they (laughs) went to deliver them at the lab where we're making everything and the tubes went missing. They think that this is after they were remade after the fire. All of the tubes went missing. They What happened was um, another... Uh, customer was picking up their components and they gave them no. our tubes by mistake. My stomach just like I know. I know. Oh, so no. I was like first I'm like okay a week delay like I'm a stress case but I can deal with mm-hmm. it like I'll talk to my customer it's fine we have some built in time mm-hmm. so then and I think actually my customer doesn't still doesn't even know all of these dramas that happened <laughs> but um Okay, so then they go missing, and now no one, like, knows where they are. They can't – there's no paper trail. They really can't figure out who they gave our tubes to. So long story short, we found the tubes. Now we're, like, three weeks delayed. We get to filling them. We're having everyone in our lab that's filling, working around the clock, pulling favors, like, left and right Mm -hmm. to fill. We got the tubes. They're done. They're finished. They're in my warehouse. But we – I flew out on Monday to New York, and Sunday night my husband and I were at the warehouse making sure that the pallets were wrapped and like mm-hmm. everything was ready to go so that Monday morning when our team got in they could just ship them out mm-hmm. and be flawlessly delivered so wow. things like that yeah. sometimes are out of your control you don't know how to fix it how to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you don't even know what to say like I can't mm-hmm. really say sorry the tubes went like right. got on fire yeah. and, like the dog <laughs> ate my homework right. yeah exactly. <laughs> um so I think putting I, I equate manufacturing to putting together a jigsaw puzzle with like thousands of pieces sometimes the pieces go missing and you have to look really hard and find them and sometimes you don't know where you are going to or how it's going to work out but it I guess it always works out Mm -hmm. and and knock on wood, it's always worked out. Yeah. But wow. It's just, oh, my God. be such a basket cake. <laughs> it's hard because I'm so emotional. And I guess that's also where my husband balances me. He's very mm-hmm. pragmatic mm-hmm. and, like, just looks at the problem. Here's a – like, let's find a solution mm-hmm. where I'm, like, freaking out and get mm-hmm. very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm emotionally tied to the brand, yeah. of oh, course. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, like you said, it's your baby. Definitely. Um, so is your warehouse in New York? No, it's in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. So we're okay. based in Los Angeles. I was in New York um, meeting press, launching some of these oh, new okay. items awesome. that you got to – Try. That's yeah. so cool. And I, I read as well that you're doing a lot of international travel because you have do. some of yeah. your product over there. So right now we sell in 15 different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, we sell to distributors that then sell our products to high-end salons, spas, department stores. So I get to travel internationally and work with our distributors, get them trained and educated and excited mm-hmm. about the product so that they can go out and conquer the Lauren, the world with Lauren B. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like it's um, more, I don't know, like... Are the Europeans more apt to use it? They are definitely more excited and okay. more open to, to like healthier yeah. products and uh-huh. Still, the nail polish is still, I think, a forgotten. Yeah. Or it's like the last thing on the uh-huh. on the radar <laughs> sure. with like naturalness, natural yeah. ingredients. But um, they're definitely more open to it. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like working trade shows in Europe versus here. Everyone, when they come and talk to you and stop at your booth, like they want to learn. They mm-hmm. want to know mm-hmm. everything. And then they're very loyal. Mm. Whereas like sometimes here, I feel like people maybe just want the product. Product. They yeah. want like the free sample yeah. and they get yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, and it's just it's just different. We're not as aware of ingredients mm-hmm. and harmful chemicals. Um, like, what is the statistic? I think in the EU they ban fifteen hundred chemicals. Yeah, a lot. Here, mm-hmm. some crazy number. Like, I think five. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. That's so awesome though that you get to travel internationally and share that. the product with it's, other countries. Yeah, yeah. It is great. It's so awesome to meet different faces and even just see that. I love like meeting our end consumer and seeing. Mm-hmm 
whether it be like a woman in Dubai who's running like a nail bar to um, spa customers in Mexico. So it's really like every day is so different. Yeah. And then I love to keep in touch with my customers too. Mm-hmm. That's um, I think I'm fortunate that I'm able to still like be in touch and I give out my personal number <laughs> yeah. and all that. And I love that. <laughs> so I hope that I'll always be able to have that personal touch. So cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fun. feel like so thinking about this, you know, tube issue you were having and then all of this travel it's so amazing and you know so great for your business but I'd love to hear a little bit about your personal wellness routine because I'm thinking about for me Mm -hmm. I'm such an introvert at heart and like I crave that alone time to kind of regroup for the week and get myself set so like how do you carve out that time so you're not feeling crazy doing all this it's so funny I'm similar to you like I Mm -hmm. thrive on a routine I need to know what Mm -hmm. I'm doing even just being away from like my office and my home I have that short span of time that I can do Mm -hmm. that um but you know normally I wake up well to me it's super early but like 5 a.m and I'll go work out early (laughs) it's super early I was like well maybe some people wake up really early um yeah so I wake up really early I go to the the gym I work out at Orange Theory Fitness which Mm, I love um so I do that about three to four times a week and the other days I'll try to like take my I have two little dogs that are my fur babies they're my everything so I'll take them for walks on the other days so I always try to start with some sort of physical Mm -hmm. activity um I used to not I used to work out at night and I did I made that switch a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and just found like a super for me it made a big difference in like starting my day Mm -hmm. by accomplishing something Mm -hmm. and also I think the endorphins and just being on the right foot totally with workouts so I love that so I'll come home from the gym I normally will make like a juice or sometimes have like a coffee or tea then I'll get ready for work head to the office I try to be in the office by like 8 39 kind Mm -hmm. of depends on um, also if I'm going to the office that day or not Um, And then some days are very different. Um, Some days I'm on the road, and I hate when I'm on the road because the schedule is a little bit more Mm -hmm. up in the air. You don't really know where you're going to be or when and with L.A. and all that craziness. Mm -hmm. um, It can be a little less um, planned. But when I'm in the office, I have a pretty, you know, normal routine from, like, 9 to 5-ish. I do try to get home from the office at a decent hour mm-hmm. um it's so important I know it's hard like mm-hmm. <laughs> at like six thirty-seven, my husband's like all right we got it we have to go yeah and then I'm like, yeah we have the dogs I yeah have to make a conscious effort to leave um I do always bring my work home and then sometimes I'll go home have dinner like unwind mm-hmm. and then do a little bit of work so it kind mm-hmm. of depends it's so funny with this like social media world you feel like you're always on, always mm-hmm. connected. Um, you know, my employees get to go home and shut off at a certain time, but I feel like there's always this pressure to be mm-hmm. connected, which yeah. I know is not always good either. Mm-hmm. There's finding that balance and setting boundaries. Yeah. I think for me and my husband, Andrew, we have to work consciously at like setting those boundaries at home. So mm-hmm. after a certain time, like at dinner, we're not going to talk about work. Right. We're going to make mm-hmm. an effort to talk about <laughs> non-work things mm-hmm. or yeah. we're going to go out and have like a date night and just yeah again not involve work but Mm -hmm. that's definitely a challenge to to do that um and then I think just like keeping a routine makes me personally comfortable Mm -hmm. more comfortable I don't go out a lot because I feel like my life is so yeah (laughs) (laughs) I definitely yeah I love to just like relax at home um we live in a really small town, so we get to, you know, I like to do, like, little things around town during the day. Errands tend to fill up the days on the weekends. Hi, mm-hmm. I love to be outside, and the weather's so nice in L.A., so mm-hmm. hikes are great. So, yeah, I think when it's not, like, crazy busy days and um, days filled with just running around, I enjoy my time being home and unwinding mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. some, some me time. Mm-hmm. I try to do the self-care thing, too, at least on yeah. Sunday <laughs> night, get ready for the week, do, mm-hmm. my, do my laundry, do my meal prep. Mm-hmm. do something for my, f- yeah. my skincare routine yeah like so I was going to ask you mentioned meal prep so what yeah. does your day of eating look like again it varies so much mm-hmm. I, I definitely believe in the vegan lifestyles healthier mm-hmm. um, I'm not 100% a vegan because I do eat some dairy mm-hmm. but I do believe in just like eating really whole foods natural foods um clean vegetables and fruits so meal prep I like tend to make a lot of quinoa on Sunday Mm -hmm. night get some vegetables kind of like pre-roasted and ready Mm -hmm. to ready for those nights when I come home late Mm -hmm. because that's my worst trap is when I'm home coming home late Mm -hmm. starving and like yeah and then I have to cook and that's where I go get off track Mm -hmm. so I or I'll make like my um 
I'll make like Greek yogurt and or like a chia seed pudding. Mm-hmm. I'll make like four mm-hmm. of them at a time on Sunday night, so I can bring them to the office on Monday mm-hmm. or like on the, in the mornings. I make some like I made almond butter before I left, oh. so I could bring. Yeah, my first wow, time making almond nice. butter. <laughs> that was fancy for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was fun. So I then I try to like stash snacks everywhere. Mm-hmm. So 100%. in a pinch, I have something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I feel like for me, I don't need a snack until I don't have one. Right. So like literally in the office, I have just this drawer Perfect. of snacks. So you need that. You do need that. Um. So I think you're in a really unique situation working with your husband, mm-hmm. and I know you've touched on a couple things. But I'm so curious how you do make sure to separate. So you talked about dinner. Do you have mm-hmm. any other tips for, for yeah, that? I think for us, we also have our different like lanes in the work work life situation. Um, I'm very much forward facing. I'm meeting people. I'm talking Lauren B all day long. Where he's mostly working with our employees. He's kind of keeping things on the ground in the office space. So naturally, when we see each other at home and we haven't seen each other all day there's like a little bit of catch up mm-hmm. but there's just some days where yeah where I have to shut off and say let's talk about this or let's yeah let's bring the dogs for a walk let's go on mm-hmm. a hike let's do something and shut off I think keeping having our separate tasks in the office and then for me it's hard to not cross over to like put my uh-huh. input into yep, his right. tasks yeah. <laughs> is much like, more so uh, I saw the office today and yeah. I were right. doing this <laughs> right like I, I just think you could do it better this way <laughs> I was like well you're not doing it so I have to I have to really like pick and choose what is important to me mm-hmm. and what I'm going to like pick and choose your battle type mm-hmm. of thing um, and I he is like very brilliant and is so amazing and I'm so lucky to have him he's mm-hmm. very supportive and my cheerleader so he knows what he's doing and I just mm-hmm. have to reassure myself like I'm a little bit of a control freak I know mm-hmm. that take a step mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. it's okay that people make mistakes too like let everyone right. do their thing and that's <laughs> with other employees as well so mm-hmm. I think just um yeah keeping myself in check is more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would issue. totally be me yeah. I'd be sticking my yeah. you know yeah. getting involved in everything it's so true sure. yeah it is funny hearing him talk about like nail polish and or sometimes <laughs> yeah. like he'll tell people like the Lauren B story and he'll be like yeah Lauren always loved and I think it's like funny like yeah. hearing him talk about it is yeah, funny me as a person yeah as yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's hilarious was yeah. it hard because I think that I would find this really difficult like was it hard to figure out when to start paying yourself yes and it still is we were always like oh maybe I shouldn't and I should just like put it toward this but um of course now that this is my sole focus mm-hmm. there's that balance but you kind of you kind of have like a weird guilt yeah. in a way mm-hmm. yep. um especially with it being a growing business so yeah, yeah it was hard and I, who knows what the right answer or the right time is I think mm-hmm. you just need to do what you feel is right for yourself and for your family and your household mm-hmm. and I did kind of have that moment where I was like you know I love what I'm doing I wake up every day and love fighting through this beauty industry world um but it has to but I have to look out for my own health my mm-hmm. own well-being my own family now it's not just me and right I, so it's yeah just um yeah it was definitely difficult yeah and then like giving your husband a paycheck too yeah. like, I feel like that would be so surreal like, yeah and it's yeah. hard somebody mentioned this to me out I was at a networking event and someone's like well your company must be doing really well because your household depends solely on your business and I never thought of it like that mm-hmm. but it's true like it's huge it's kind of it's pretty risky if you think about it like <laughs> yeah. both of our both of our sole income just depends on Lauren B so yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure when you think of it like okay we've got to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. huge success and continue to you know grow and ramp up and all mm-hmm. that so it's so exciting it and is. it clearly it is so successful it's definitely you exciting. know thank you very yeah. much very and it's sweet. clear that it's like definitely your passion too you yeah. love it you like your, fi- your face is like <laughs> you're just up glowing talk about it. it's, <laughs> it's definitely a passion and I feel like whatever you do it has to be your passion because life is so short and mm-hmm. again like in this world so many people will look to knock you down and mm-hmm. the end of the day you've got to be happy and you've got to wake up every day and fight through this crazy world Mm -hmm. and love what you're doing Mm -hmm. totally yeah so knowing what you know now Mm -hmm. for anyone out there who is like I have this awesome idea I want to start this business do you have any tips that you would say definitely go in knowing x y and z I mean there's so many 
tips and things that I've learned along the way. I think definitely follow your passion, but also do your research. Like be the best person in your field, be the smartest person, and surround yourself with smart people. I like I, I definitely don't think I'm the smartest person, but I surround myself with amazing mentors and people that I go to for certain problems and issues and um, yeah and things like that. So keep learning, keep an open mind. Um, I do a lot of reading and listening to podcasts <laughs> um, and I learn a lot that way too. So yeah, I just think relying on your resources and really being sure that that's your thing and that you want to do it and um, yeah, and fight through it. Cool. So where can people find Lauren B. Beauty products? Oh, yes, good question. <laughs> um, so we sell on our own website. in Whole, We're in Whole Foods in the Southern Pacific oh, region. So nice. California, Arizona, So Nevada. cool. That's awesome. That's huge. And some other like natural food markets like Erewhon is one of our mm. favorite accounts. Um, and then the best thing is to probably go on our website, type in zip, your zip code, and then you can find retailers or spas in the area mm-hmm. that do carry Lauren B. Cool. Perfect. Yes. So awesome. exciting. And the Instagram is? At Lauren B. Beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. awesome. If I could close on one question yes. that I think is so fun. So if you were on a desert island oh. and you were stranded, because I love products. I love hearing what's know, everyone's fun. favorites. So what would be, let's say, your five things? Okay, good. I thought you were going to say one and I was like, <laughs> I was getting sweaty over here. <laughs> Panic attack. Yeah. So well, I have to start with one of my products. Mm-hmm. Um, so our new reparative cuticle oil. Although it's a cuticle, it's labeled as cuticle oil, it's like the Windex of beauty products. You can use it on, <laughs> I love that. on like dry skin. I put oh, it on my elbows wow. a lot. I rub it in my hands. You could use it's so clean. You could use it on your face. Um, so definitely my cuticle oil. And then I think sunscreen is so important. So I love um, Centegrity sunscreen. Mm-hmm. It usually has a little tint to it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like a good lip gloss is great. Just to, it makes me feel put together. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends, Kay Voss, she has a wonderful line of lip glosses that are vegan and cruelty free. Um, okay, five. What did what did I at? Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, a natural deodorant, a good one. Ooh, that would be good for. Do deserted you have any island. favorites? Because I've been struggling. It's hard. I feel like I've also tried them. Yeah. All. So I'm currently loving a brand called Loom. L U M E. Ooh, they're a very boutique brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're based out in the Midwest, and it's mm-hmm. they have a couple different systems. I use their deodorant stick, but it is like a cream that you mm-hmm. apply. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Um, but I think it's so dependent on person it and is. their like body and yeah. age because I've had some that friends are like that's amazing like mm-hmm. agent Natur want to hear a lot of great things about it doesn't work mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. so um yeah, side note mm-hmm. <laughs> um what else so one more I guess skincare well yeah a good skin like a moisturizing skincare product because I feel like you could use mm-hmm. that everywhere oh, too totally. mm-hmm. and I'd use that on hands because again I think yes. hands are a forgotten area and we need to moisturize and nourish our hands mm-hmm. and keep mm-hmm. to protect our youth and that's one of my biggest tips for nail care is like even if you don't love polishing your nails and you're not into nails moisturize 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 mm-hmm. use our cuticle oil use a cream just moisturize because that's going to protect the youth mm-hmm. of your nail the health yeah. of your nail as well we can see people's age in their hands mm-hmm. a lot. definitely hands and neck yeah yeah mostly. yeah it's so funny i feel like yeah. some people their faces are so on point and like wrinkle free yeah but your hands but show the same look, yeah signs mm-hmm. like, of aging oh, well you're a little it's bit true. older because your hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> and think about how much like exposure our hands get even in the winter driving. yeah driving in mm-hmm. la like you're always in the sun so yeah mm-hmm. crazy protect those hands yeah well thank you so much for taking the time yeah, thank you, thank so you guys much. it was so fun chatting with you yes it was thank awesome everyone go check out lauren b beauty we love it we love nail polish we love it Yay. all um mm-hmm. you can find us at detox and chill podcast on instagram.com all of the things um i am best friend back on instagram and megan is musings by megan <laughs> <laughs> so check us out there mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you guys mm-hmm. definitely rate and review um message us on instagram we just love hearing hearing from you guys and we appreciate you so much so 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 much we love you thank you talk to you later bye